Brothers and sisters, are you ready? Are you ready? Because Jesus is coming back. Amen? Amen. So get excited about that. If you are saved today, if you believe Jesus came incarnated from heaven to die for your sins and mine, was buried in a rose, and you have repented of your sinful ways, brothers and sisters, get excited because we are in the last days. And he's coming in our generation, so we need to be ready. Amen? Amen. And so today, brothers and sisters, if you brought your Bibles, we're going to turn to the book of Jeremiah chapter 3. And in Matthew chapter 12, the Pharisees and scribes ask Jesus for a sign. And he tells them, I give you no sign but the sign of Jonah. And so we're going to look into this book and see what's Jesus talking about. Try to figure this out. All right. And through the power and mighty Holy Spirit, we will get the true answer. Amen? Amen. And so starting reading from verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to them this message that I tell you. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. And then he cried out and said, Yet forty days... And Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. And then the word came to the king of Nineveh. And he rose in his throne and he laid aside his robe, covering himself in sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he caused or proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and the noble saying, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water, but let man and beast be covered in sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil ways and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger? So that we may not perish. Then God saw their works, and they had turned from their evil way, and God relented from his disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. So brothers and sisters, as Nineveh repented of their sinful ways, you and I have to do the same thing to be saved, to have eternal salvation. Amen. Amen. And so the second passage we'll read is found in a prophetic book called Jeremiah, chapter 25. We'll start reading at verse 29. And to set the stage, God has told this prophet Jeremiah to warn the nations. This is what he tells them. For behold, I begin to bring calamity to the city which is called by my name. And should you be utterly unpunished? You shall not be unpunished, for I will call for a sword on all the inhabitants of the earth, says the Lord of hosts. A noise will come to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has controversy with the nations. He will plead his case with all flesh, and he will give those who do wicked to the sword, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, disaster shall go forth from nation to nation, 
A great whirlwind shall be raised up from the farthest parts of the earth. And at that day, the slain of the Lord shall be from one end of the earth, even to the other end of the earth. They shall not lament or gather or bury. They shall be refuge on the ground. Wail shepherds and cry. Roll about in the ashes, you leaders of the flock. For the days of your slaughter and your dispersion are fulfilled. You shall fall like a precious vessel. Now here he's talking about shepherds, leaders of the flock. Brothers and sisters, those are pastors. The church has gone astray. In Revelation, it tells us about seven churches and only one church, the church of Philadelphia, which represents the virgin church, that Jesus is going to come and rapture up and take out before the great tribulation because they're living righteous lives. They're living for Jesus. To repent is to follow Jesus in obedience. But many pastors of today are preaching love and faith, which is true and righteous, amen, amen. But they're leaving out repentance, obedience, and practicing righteousness. And you can't have the Holy Spirit unless you repent of your sinful ways and practice righteousness. The word says Jesus is the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Brothers and sisters, don't be one of those that gets thrown on the wayside and gets destroyed. We all have to be ready to meet our maker face to face. We could get hit with a bomb, with a nuclear bomb. War is coming. It's inevitable. This is written in stone. It's written in stone, okay? God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And so is the word of God. And this world war that he is predicting here that will happen is coming. It might hit your land. You need to be ready. But don't worry about it. Don't worry about the past. If you've had a bad week, a sinful week, you have fallen into sin, get back on that ladder of climbing to paradise, brothers and sisters. We have so much to look forward to. Think of paradise right now. Think of paradise. Pause and think, what is your view of paradise of heaven? Now, it's a hundred times better than what you just thought of. Amen? Amen. So get excited about that. Amen? Amen. Keep pressing forward for that upward call. When Paul would find himself sinning, he would try harder and harder to seek God's favor try harder and harder to better himself with the power and mighty Holy Ghost. And you have power in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit if you're saved today. Because the Holy Ghost has power over sin and he teaches us how to live. And so when you become a baby Christian, brothers and sisters, you have the mind of the world that you were born with, which is a carnal mind. And so you don't have the Holy Spirit yet. 
Many are called, but few are chosen. The ones that are called are called to accept Jesus as their Savior and believe in Him. But the ones that are chosen choose to follow Jesus. Remember, to follow Jesus is by obedience. And He will fill you with the Holy Spirit and renew your mind completely and take that stony heart out of you and put in a pure flesh-loving heart. But you have to make the first step. You have to repent of your sinful ways by turning. First step is get rid of evil company. Evil company corrupts good habits. That's what the Word of God says. You've got to make changes in your life. Everyone has that stumbling block that the devil knows what to go after you with, and you need to stop doing it and take provisions to cut it out of your life, whatever it is. The scripture says that if your eye causes you to sin, it's better to pluck it out and go to heaven with one eye than to go to hell with two. Now he gives that illustration, that excruciating, painful illustration. Not so you go and pluck your literal eye out, but do you stop doing what's causing you to sin? Whether it's a computer, get rid of it, put a block on it, all right? Parental control on yourself if it, that's what it takes, all right? If you're watching cable TV and channels that show lustful things that cause you to, to sin, don't do it anymore. It's as simple as that. You've got to make the proper changes to renew your mind first, and then God will renew your mind completely and renew that heart and you will be set to go. And you just keep pressing forward and have your mind on the Lord and heavenly things, heavenly things. You got to also put a barrier up against the devil. He cannot stand the word of God. So if you're reading the Bible, he's not there. He can't stand it. If you recite a scripture and he's tempted you, he's gone. If you're worshiping Jesus with Jesus worship songs, he's not there. So that's a good practice to do. I download Christian Jesus worship songs and I listen to them most of the day. From the time you get up to the time you go to bed, have Jesus on your mind and the devil can't harm you. And once you get the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, now you have the power of the Holy Ghost in you. And then if the devil tempts you, you simply rebuke him in the name of Jesus. And he flees because he cannot stand the name Jesus. Amen. Amen. So brothers and sisters, continue pressing forward for that upward call. And if that devil comes at you, tell him where he's going. Tell him he's going to be cast into outer darkness. Where the worm doesn't die, which is the soul. Where there's wailing and weeping and gnashing of teeth and being tormented for eternity, never having rest. Amen, amen. And he's gone. Amen? Right. So brothers and sisters, always remember to have the mind of Jesus, and that is to please God and do his will, and all will be well with you.